All right, all right. Welcome to the Strong Side Podcast. My name is Mitchell Black, and I'm your host. And today we have an amazing episode. Today we are going to sit down with our newest coach, Mr. Nate, or as I call him, Nate Dog. We're going to have a rocking time today. You're going to get to know him, what he's all about, why he got into the fitness space, what he's learned as a coach, his journey at Strong Side, all this cool stuff. But remember, this podcast is live on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook. We encourage you to tune in. You can comment questions right now. We'll answer them as it's going on. And as always, we do not run any ads or any promotions on this podcast. We would just love a solid five-star review. You can check it out on Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere the podcasts are. Just uh, if you like it, show some love. So we're showing some love. What's up, Mr. Nate Dog? Hey, hey, what's up? How you doing today? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? I'm I'm pretty stinking good. It's been a really good day. It's like 1.30 in the afternoon. I feel like I've been awake for about four straight days, but a lot of productivity. That's me every day. Eight nice. days a week. Eight dude. days a week. Exactly. Hey, so before we talk anything about fitness, okay. but when we were getting ready for this deal a couple minutes ago, I asked you what you had for breakfast, mm -hmm. and it was the weirdest breakfast I've ever heard in my life. I don't think it's that weird. What, I think what did you have? Tell the people okay, what you so had. So I had two chicken sandwiches, like, you know, sliced chicken. Um keep going. What else? I had some greens like, you know, like spring mix, you know, like leaf lettuce and stuff like that. And avocado. Uh well it was like a guacamole spread. So you had guacamole, chicken, bread, lettuce and some cheese. And some cheese. Yeah. And that is that not weird? Somebody just comment on it's here. It's the is same thing as weird? a ham sandwich. The only difference is I use chicken. It's the only thing. It, it's the same thing as a ham sandwich. Just add chicken. Have you never had a pub sub? Mm, maybe not. Mm, you need to. I mean, it's protein, fat, and carbs. All that exactly. really matters. That's really all that matters. You know, whatever floats your boat. I like you know, uh, fit and fueled. That's that's what we're striving for. That's your Instagram, right? That's one of my Instagrams. Yeah. You have multiple. I have two. Uh, I mean, I like ketchup and eggs. I mean, so do I, but. You also like potatoes and eggs. I like ketchup on anything. Some people, yeah, some people just like ketchup like that. I dated a girl one time that uh, all she drank was ketchup or something. No, <laughs> she freaking her roommate got her uh, for Christmas because she loved it so much a gallon jug of ketchup and a gallon jug of mayonnaise because all she would do is eat like ketchup and mayonnaise sandwiches. You dated her. Not after I found that out. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's I was just, like, I can't handle that. Dude. Yeah, that's a little. That's a little much. That's nuts. So, all right, man. So you've been coaching here for a while now, like several months, and uh, you've been just rocking and rolling. But uh, before all that, so yeah, you're a coach now. But I know you're super passionate. The biggest thing I would say about you is you're really, really knowledge focused, which am, is yep. awesome. So. What what in, what intrigued you first with like exercise or a little bit of your story? Because I know you went to KSU and you you just you love absorbing information, which I is do. awesome. I do. Uh, yeah. So I went to KSU ori originally. I was supposed to go to KSU for a mathematics degree. I love anything science or mathematics based um, because I tend to be a logical thinker. Um, so I, like, if I am gonna do something, I usually have steps to it. And like for me, things like math and science, they always made sense to me in a way that didn't make sense for other people. So like how you read a story in a book, that's how I feel about math and science. So when I was going into, when I, um, when I was going into college or literally like the summer before I started college, I got accepted with, for a mathematics degree, but I then started doing CrossFit at um, our, our good old neighbors on the, on the other side. Um, but uh, from there, that's when I was like, huh, I like this. 
what more is there to it? So I decided um, to switch my major from mathematics to exercise science because I was like, I want to see what's more. It's still science. And then I found out there's more. There was chemistry, biology, anatomy, physiology, um, stuff like that, and exercise physiology. And I just I enjoyed the knowledge and stuff like that makes sense to me. So understanding how the body works, understanding how um, how we move and how how we function as human beings in nature was really cool to me. So that's that's what drew me into that. Did you have like an aha moment? Like I'll give you my aha moment is I started going down the same path and I thought it was cool, but I didn't, I didn't feel like I got like awoken in the information until I was introduced into the sliding filament theory. Mm -hmm. And the reason that was so interesting to me. So for those of you guys that don't know, the sliding filament theory is how we think your muscles contract. And that's what blew my mind is that it's how we think your muscles contract. Like, you know, we have all this science, we have all this information, but there's no like camera in your muscles watching. Right. It's our best guess on a nine step sliding filament theory of how your muscles contract. And it doesn't matter what it is, but for me, I'm, this is what I'm asking. I learned that and I was like, what else don't I know? Like, what else can I learn? This is amazing. Um, I would say probably my aha moment to what made me like really dive into fitness and all that would be when I first watched rich froning um so this is 2015 so he's already um he's already retired from individual individual competition by this time but i started watching videos of rich froning competing in crossfit and i was like the human body can do that <laughs> so that from there i was like w i had that same moment i was like what else could i do can i do that and from there i was like if he can do that there's other people that are going to be able to do that if other people can do that, I can do that. So yeah. for me, it's it's one of those things like where I was like, all right, well, I want to be able to do a little bit of everything. Doesn't necessarily have to be the best at everything, but uh, I just figured I want to try it, see how it goes. Um, and from there, uh, part of me also started, you know, doing functional fitness and that style of training because I was originally going to join the Navy. And that's why I was going to go with a mathematics degree because I was going to switch over to engineering as well. Um, but you know, once I found the whole functional fitness, uh, space, uh, my whole passion and mindset changed because for me, I knew I wanted to be successful at something and my plan was always be successful at whatever, just what it was changed over time. Yeah. I find that, I find that most things work out. Like if you commit to success first, mm -hmm. commit to success first, job second, right? And, uh, I know it's kind of hard to hear cause we're both pretty like passionate about what we do. Right. And I get that all the time. People are like, oh, you're so passionate about what you do. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't start at a young age being like, I'm going to help people. Right. I committed to dude, I just want to be the best at whatever I do. Like wh however you define success for me, that's just leaving every day. Like I did as best I could. Right. And, uh, yeah. Commit to success first job second. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty similar. I think I always knew that I wanted to do something for other people or serve people in some way shape hence or form. the military right. that's the ultimate yeah. right exactly and I, I for me you know as a kid i was always in military programs and stuff like that so i always thought that's the path that i was going to go um but you know sometimes you life has a funny way of showing you that maybe there's other ways you can help people and serve and serve people and that's how i led into fitness that's awesome dude yeah so yeah so you graduated how long ago last uh, July of 2020, so last year. What mid COVID? 
mid uh, yeah mid COVID. Oh yeah, I'm like so. <laughs> I w- I was in my second to last semester um, when COVID decided to shut everything down. Did it affect your? Well, obviously you didn't have a graduation, or right. you know you had an idea of a graduation, but like, right. did it affect how you went to school? Uh, just went. I everything went online, uh, all virtual. So I finished off the rest of my classes for that semester all virtually, which they were all in person. But over the summer, they were get. I was gonna have one virtual class anyways, and then the other one was gonna be in person. So all they did was take the in person one and just switch it to virtual. So it didn't really change much other than I prefer a social interaction, like a human face to face interaction, yeah. or else I get really distracted um, because. Uh, I don't like paying attention to when I can't have a conversation with someone. So if I can't have an actual face-to-face conversation with someone, I will probably blank out. Like even watching like movies. most humans. Yeah, yeah. Like even watching movies or stuff like that. Like when I'm watching like Netflix on my phone or something, I uh, like forget that I'm watching Netflix, get out of Netflix, go onto like Instagram or something or yeah, Facebook. Yeah. And then I go from there to something else kind of thing. So um, if I really want to stay engaged and learn, I have to have that. Uh, social interaction well a good thing that happened on your last bit and right. not like your first yeah, i know. You know oh poor kids that are, my brother actually just started college um last last year during covid so uh during the covid era so like, yeah you know he's he's more of a homebody anyways so it kind of worked out for him that all his classes are basically online but for me it's not yeah are you guys are you guys super different i would say yes yeah like what is he like? Um, he's, he's like really tall or something. Yeah, he yes, exactly. He? <laughs> no, like he, so he's like five six, five eight somewhere in there. Um, yeah. So I'm not tall. I was blessed with the strength of the family. Um, <laughs> For real, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's different. He um prefers like staying home. He's uh more shy and stuff like that. I had my shy phase and everything like that. But um, I'm now obviously being that the job requires me to really interact with people. That's, that's what I do and I enjoy it and I have fun with it. But yeah, he's more of a homebody, um, r- rarely goes out kind of thing. Like when he goes out, it's usually with the same, uh, same friends. Me, I'm just like, Hey, does anybody want to go out or whatever? I try to try to do things that, you know, I like to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Him, not so much. What? So you speaking about being uncomfortable. Do you have any like rituals or things that you do that, that, that you, do you purposely try to make yourself uncomfortable? Do I purposely try to make myself uncomfortable? Yes, like, I do, actually. Like, there's no way, because I know what you're talking about, yeah. like dancing in front of the classes yeah. and stuff like that, you know, just for a little bit or just right. making it fun, right? right? Nobody's comfortable doing that the first time. Right. No, you're never comfortable doing anything the first time. And that's how I felt with, you know, uh, snatches, cleans, just talking about movements that, you know, most people are uncomfortable with um, that they can relate to. But yeah, like, being uncomfortable, um, sometimes I just tell myself, who cares? Yeah. Who cares who's watching? What is what is someone's opinion of me going to do? What, what is it going to change about me? Nothing. Have you used that to get anywhere in your life? Like, did you, have you like used that to bring out your own personality? Yes. Um, I've definitely done that a lot um, to get to a lot of places that I am right now, like here at this job or over at Crunch. Um for those that don't know, I do also personal train um, outside of being a coach here at uh, Strongside. But um, yeah, um, so part of me, that's one thing like I struggled with is like selling or s- like, you know, selling who uh, myself for personal training and stuff like that. And I was like, sounds hmm. so weird when you say that. Yeah, when I you know. say it like that, that's selling know. myself. For but personal that, training. That's, that's really what you're doing when you're as a personal trainer, you're selling your services um, 
you're selling yourself you are the service for someone um but yeah like that that's where i throw myself out there and i'm just like look i'm uncomfortable with coming up to people and asking people to spend money on me kind of thing and i'm just like it's either sink or float so it's all with good intentions. It's though. always you're, you're, yeah. You're, that's like that's the hard thing about it yeah. is like you're right. You're in a console because I've been there. That's what right. I did for, I, for the first five years. I never taught a group class. It was all one on one training. You sit somebody down. You talk to them about how fit they are not, and believe me, they're well aware. Right. And then you're and like, that's that's the that's the tricky part. It's telling people that they're unfit without completely disrespecting them because people are very sensitive about that subject. About you telling like they know that they're unfit and stuff like that. People know when, when they have issues and problems, they don't like to be called out on them. Yeah. It's like, dude, like when you come to class, like that's, it took me a while to figure that out. But when like people walk in the door, I'm like, we all know, like we, we all know that we're all trying to get better. Exactly. That is, I am here in a workout class today because I would like to be better than yesterday. It took me a long time to figure that out. Cause it gets really awkward. Mm -hmm. You think that and I'm like, no, Everybody is just trying to do one more pull up, run one foot farther, lose one more pound. Everybody's just trying to get a little bit better. Everybody wants to get better, but not everybody wants to be told they need to get better. That's yeah. the thing. Um, and you know, a, a lot of people struggle with that. I know I struggle with that. Um, I used to be more of the quiet, like, like the, the, what you, what people see on me as a coach, that's really me. Like, that's not me making it up. What the uncomfortable part is of that is accepting that not everybody's gonna love me but still doing it anyways because you know at times uh, we all want to please people and we want to make people feel good but sometimes just being you is enough and those that are meant to be attracted around you will stay and will come and stay so so what do we see for those that are so okay if, so if you can if you've ever been you, in one of my classes but i haven't like let's just pretend i'm watching this okay and i've never been i'm like yeah. well, what's his class like? all right so my classes um let's let's talk about let's use what five. do you let's say this way what do you bring to a class uh i bring a lot of energy and a lot of humor and a lot of knowledge so to break those down a little sign bit, me up <laughs> sounds to great break, to break that down a little bit <laughs> Um, I basically, I try to come in and I talk to everybody. I try to get to know everybody. I try to call people out like, what's up guys? How's everybody doing? I try to have one, like those one-on-one -on -one conversations with people before class starts. Um, then I get them all interested. I try to do something that's going to make everybody laugh because, you know, sometimes you have those new people in class and stuff like that. And they're just like, what is going on? And I'm just like, dude, don't worry about what's going on. You're just going to have the greatest one hour of your life. Right I love now. that. Don't worry about what's going on. It's going to be the best time of your life. That's, that's all you need to worry about. about. That's, that's what I try to tell people. I'm like, it doesn't matter what we're doing. And, you know, we talk about this a lot in our in a lot of our trainings and stuff like that. But doesn't matter what the movements are, as long as that hour is spent fulfilling something that you may have not gotten that day. Best hour of their day. Exactly. Now that now to clarify that that doesn't mean that like we're not watching form or not we're, we're right getting, right and that's that's where the knowledge comes in uh, yeah. like my job as a coach obviously is to make sure that you're doing everything properly and safely in a manner that will allow you to um, be able to do it quickly and fast you know that goes back to fitness it's um, you know trying to move large loads quickly over time yeah because the way I view it is like what we do the product we offer you as a coach that's the integrity of like who you are but i promise you 
nobody's going to come up to me and go, I got to give you some amazing feedback on Nate. He came up to me and he put his fingers on the outside of my knee and the way that he told me to point my knees out created the best external rotation of my hips. And I was able to just really sink below that pit. No, nobody's going to say, you know what they're going to say? I had a great workout. Nate was tons of energy. He corrected me on some things and I had, and he he taught me, you know, X, Y, Z, but dude, that was fun. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And my goal really is for you to have fun Obviously, we're using uh, fitness as our tool to to bring out that fun, and we want you guys to be able to keep having fun every day, and that's kind of the point of fitness, to enjoy life for X amount of years, however long you know we live on this earth and everything like that. But um, our goal is just to make that experience, that time for, for that longevity as fun as possible. Yeah, because it, like... The integrity is what we do. Like, right. it's like you wouldn't let somebody do pull-ups and not get their chin over the bar and then like be like, way to go. Right. You no, know, you'd no. step in and be like, hey, we probably need to fix this. But again, that's not their takeaway. Their takeaway is the energy and the, the energy awesome. Yeah. And how I made them feel, how all of us coaches make our, our athletes feel in our class. Yeah. Yeah. And you just define the standard and held to it. That's cool, man. Yeah. So, so in a class, I can expect a whole lot of energy. A lot of energy. Some dancing, some singing. Wow. Like, I give you both? a full show. I, I, give, I give you a full show. I'm a triple threat. I coach, I dance, and I sing. And we don't even have to pay extra for that. Nope. It's included. It's included, guys. Wow. So I'll see you guys at 4.15 in like an hour. Uh, two hours. Two hours. <laughs> you can show up the dance parties in yeah, an hour. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, we have full-on dance parties here. Well, I do. Um, ask the 5.30 from yesterday. Uh, they kind of questioned if I was insane. If I was sane. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about what, it. What, uh... You said you're funny. Yeah. Tell me a joke. Um, dang, you're going to put me <laughs> on the spot like that? I'm not funny when I'm forced to be funny. I, I have, oh, it's a yeah, natural flow. It's a natural flow. flow. I, yeah. gotta, I, gotta, I just got to ease into it kind of thing. Plus, I don't want to say anything that uh, my mom will. I think my mom's watching. So Hi, mom. Hi, mom. What, uh, do, you, do you keep... All right, so do you keep a routine? Like, thinking about classes. Mm-hmm. So... For those of you guys that don't know, we really don't want our coaches coaching more than four classes in a row because mm-hmm. the energy, the, the energy to you just drops. It's, I mean, it's it is hard to maintain that high energy for more than like I would say three classes. Yeah, the, the sweet spot I think is like two, two to three, three good yeah. ones in out, you know, yep. and then have like some one on one clients around that and stuff. Yep. But uh, but yeah, so but anyways, I, I have some. I don't have a set routine, but I definitely have a joke routine. So the if I routine. if I'm throwing a joke in, it's gonna be. I know when it's coming up. Do you do that? Like, I'm like, oh man, right here, I'm going to insert this joke. No, so I'm spontaneous when it comes to jokes. Um, I know, I usually read the flow of the room. Like, I have a routine for how I usually introduce things. Like, I'm like, all right, here's where a good moment for me to get everybody engaged and get everybody kind of excited here. And then I let the jokes kind of come naturally after that. So I get everybody engaged that's really where my main focus is and get everybody into class start class on time and then from there we let kind of let things happen um i do stay on like a pretty a pretty uh tight schedule but you'll never realize that we're on a tight schedule yeah that's good it's like they don't feel the urgency they don't feel the urgency but they they know that i'm i'm inching them towards like success yeah i can see your face when you're describing it how like it's just part of you. Like, don't yeah. you feel like you hit that home run when right. you execute a good class? You're like, heck yeah, dude. Yep. It's, it's, it really, like, for me, I get so much, like, so much energy and, like, so much, like, excitement from being able to just go out there, do, uh, let a class just flow naturally. Let everybody be themselves around me. 
and and then keep them just keep them moving it's really cool it i like it i enjoy it i like seeing the start to finish kind of thing you do get tired um it does get it some days you're like man i'm ready to go to bed but there's there's a there's a reward to to seeing people flow and seeing people have fun yeah man that's that's cool so you felt like like i mean it is kind of like such a euphoric high yeah it like when the class is over that's why it's we describe our coaching here as like it's you know it, a large part of it is the theatrics not mm -hmm. that not that you're you're fake it's the people want to have a good time right you can't just like show up and send some messages on instagram and tell them to go over there and squat right. like i do not ever want to be that gym that explains the deadlift and tells you to go do it without ever you wa walking you through the deadlift positions Correct. at some degree i don't care if you've been here five years you should probably move an empty barbell right yep what do you so I, do you have like a an objective or a general focus or what are some things that you think about when you enter a class and you go okay because you talk about reading the room right mm -hmm. i want to get this out of here or if i could get them to leave with this do you have a a large scale or a high overview or do you have like a articulate it does it come down to per person overview where you've been in scenarios and you're like i'm gonna hit a home run by doing mm -hmm. blank so for me it's typically a overall now some people it's like an overall feel but some people will need that more individualized um attention or for certain goals but typically my my thing is one make sure they understand what they're doing so they can have fun two that's let's pause fun. on that for a second make sure notice what he said make sure that they understand what they're doing so they can have fun right like that's really big if, if, if our clients don't understand what in the world's going on yep. they're not going to have that's why we spend so much time at the whiteboard. Yep. They're not going to have any, it's, it sucks. Yeah. I'm basically, my, my job is to be their guide, um, guide them to all the fitness and all the fun and then excite and make them excited for coming in. I know a lot of people look at the workouts and I'm like, Oh my God, I, I don't want to do this today. And they show up anyways that my job is to make sure that because those that were not, were skeptical for doing that workout or skeptical for whatever, um, come leaving being like, man, I'm glad I showed up for that. Yeah. That's that's what I'm looking for. So my over my overall goal is really more just confidence in oneself mm. and taking that confidence from what they learned here and then taking it back to everything else they do. You just want to make better humans. I just want to make better humans. That's that's powerful. Like I want you to feel better about you when you leave. Right. You can, you're using exercise as a tool. Correct. You're creating an atmosphere and an environment for people to want to do better. You're just plugging in exercises. Because we don't sell bubble gum or stuff. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, actually, I uh, had a had one one of our members last night. Um, we were while we we're doing Randy, which for those that didn't do Randy, it's 75 snatches, uh, power snatches for time. Um, yeah. So just wasn't making any sense to him. The movement wasn't making any sense at all. And I was like, dude, don't worry about it. We'll do today. We're just going to focus on cleans then. And I told him same move it's very similar movement but i was just telling him look i just need you to be confident i i at one point in the middle of the workout i stopped him i was like put the bar down it's okay that you don't know how this movement it's okay that you're not perfect at this movement it's okay that you're not doing snatches it's okay that we chose to do cleans forget the workout forget the tool like the the bar just be confident in yourself. Be happy with yourself, all right? Because with that confidence comes the knowledge and skill to be able to get better. Yeah, because the exercise are just tools, dude. Because, I mean, I, I talk about swimming a lot. Mm -hmm. Not that I, like, ever swam competitively, but, you know, the idea. And it's like you go to the pool, 
and somebody teaches you how to swim. And for those of you guys who don't know what a snatch is, just a it's a high skill barbell movement. That's all you need to know. And that's literally like going to the pool because I'm sure this person's new ish and being like, hey, guys, we're going to teach you how to, you know, butterfly today or you which is a, way more complicated than a doggy paddle or we're going to jump off the high dive. It doesn't yeah. mean that you don't need to go swimming, but this type of training is so in your face that it's not it's not so you know, it's not, it's not too simple. Right? right. So it's OK to come in. And today we're not going to jump on a box. Yeah. We're going to step on a box. Yep. Doesn't mean that we're not ever going to jump on a box. It right. just means today you're three days in as coaches like yourself. Well, maybe this movement isn't the best for you and that's okay, but we're still learning to swim. Yep. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly right. Um, when it comes to, to working with people, I think sometimes we, we, we are so busy at thinking about what we are trying to do right that we're we forget that really all that matters is how's that person feel is he coming out of this better is he coming out like like we said earlier uh, be, at the beginning just a little bit better every day and if that means you walk out of here maybe doing half the workout but you feel better about yourself or you feel like you accomplished something or you took a skill and that skill can later on be translated to something else to make you better at something else like you know the power position of satch to correlates with the the power the jumping on a box that same position that same dip and jump or dip and drive is the same thing so i told i always tell people that what we're doing right now has monumental of impact on other things in your life not just your health Dude, for you to say that at your age and how early you are in this career, that's going to catapult you so far. When I was your age, I started younger than you, but I was by your age, I was three or four years into the field. I didn't think like that at all. Yeah. What I thought was fitness is so important that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to dominate this hour. I had good integrity of or good intentions right. of what I was trying to do, but it was like, it was almost like thinking that this is the most important thing in their life. And if they don't take it as the most important thing in their life, you know, they're, they're failing. Right. Dude, what you're describing is real life. Dude, they they just left a stressful job. Their two kids are over at cheer practice. Uh, you know, they're they're trying to lose some weight. They haven't eaten all day. They're living on caffeine. They slept night bad from the night before. You know, like real life things. Right. I think that health, just health overall, that's the thing. A lot of people forget that health isn't just a physical thing. It's a mental thing. It's an emotional thing. It's a spiritual thing. Um, you've got to fill all parts. If one part is lacking, then you're not complete. And if you're not a complete human being, then you're going to start seeing that affect other areas. Yeah, it's gonna that energy is going to suppress out something else. Yeah, and it's going to be probably something negative. Right. And we, I mean, I'm a big. Uh, and when it comes to negativity, negativity, it's easier to be negative than it is to be positive in a negative situation. So a lot of people don't don't understand that or don't realize it even and I, I have a tendency to do this too um you sometimes call me out on it where i where i'll make a joke about like something like oh well like zach's beard yeah like zach's beard for example <laughs> he's one of our other coaches we love you zach um yeah but no so yeah sometimes we'll say things and you know it's funny it's joking it's all for ha-has but at the same time how it may come out may not also be the way it was intended to yeah. And it's just positivity wins. Yeah. Positivity all the times. Time. That's, that's something that I definitely have been, um, trying to do more of, um, this, especially within this last, like I'd say year, really focusing on putting out positivity, really focused on just being the better me and letting people see that. 
what you had a pretty big last year. I mean, you went from your, you were, you've always been hustling. Right. I mean, that's the one thing when I met you, I mean, you joined the gym a couple of years ago, but even just as a college kid, I was like, say whatever you want. I don't know anything about this guy, but I know he's a hard worker right. from you're always at class early. You're always doing all the training. Okay. Even forget that you put yourself through school. You're working at Publix. You're delivering food on Instacart. You, I know you did some like hourly work for me, like, right. you know, at the gym just when I needed some help. Like yep. I'm like, this dude is a hustler. He yep. is just, that's awesome that he's willing to just grind and work. But you take all that work, look at what you've done the last year. Can like, what has this last year been like? You went from graduated, well, not even a year, let's call it, you know, nine months or something like that. Right. Graduated college, started working at Crunch, uh, which is, uh, for, those, if, for anybody who doesn't know what Crunch Fitness is, it's like a smaller model Globo gym where Nate also does some one-on-one -on -one training. And uh, we allow our coaches to do that as long as it's not a direct conflict. And he's awesome, coaches up the road, and he's got some great people. And then uh, he also coaches here. And you've made some giant leaps and bounds yep. to like, what's this been like? It's been fun. Um, it's been stressful. Yeah. <laughs> every, every every little step. You're trying to be better. You're trying. The thing is, I'm. You know, you want to push yourself so you can get to where you're going to. Everybody's trying to climb their mountain. Some people are just trying to do it really fast. Um, but the, it doesn't matter how fast or slow you're going to do it because there's always going to be things in the way. There's always going to be that stress. There's always going to be things. Really, what it is is learning to be patient with the process and just keep grinding hard because you know one day that all that work you're doing is going to pay off, whether that be in relationships, whether that be in your business, whether that be in, in whatever. Um, the real focus, like I said, is to be successful. And if I'm not going to be successful in everything that I do, what's the point? Yeah. What are, what are some things you've learned over this last year? Um, whether so, it's communicating with people right. or just, yeah. yeah. So part uh, one, yeah. Communicating with people, I'd say was one of the, uh, one of the biggest things, not even just communicating with people, but more, um, more of, um, just being open with people. So not, not just, you know, being reserved or distrusting of people and stuff like that, but really just understanding people trying to not trying to always be right. My, my, one of my biggest problems is I thought like an athlete when I was, was straight competing or just trying to straight compete, you know, get through college and then just try to compete. Um, um, so I was very, I was in a more selfish, um, area in my life. So now I'm in an area where I'm more open to people. I'm trying to understand people cause I didn't understand. I do know that people think differently than me, but I at times forget that and, and, and forget that everybody's allowed their own opinion. And I, I need to respect everybody else's differences in opinions because everybody, not everybody came or grew up like I did, or I didn't grow up like they did and stuff like that. So I'm just really being more of and accepting just accepting people in their in their in their place where they are and trying to understand more and just being there trying to be a friend or shoulder to cry on whatever um whatever someone needs and you know sometimes you you do your best and it works sometimes it doesn't um but either way you just keep moving forward and hoping that everybody you meet will have a better outlook whether that that means they have to cut off friendships with you or something like that but like just in general um um, just hoping that there is a better spot for them because they met you, whether they learned something new from you or you just made their life better. That's deep, dude. Understanding people is hard. It's hard. And I'm still trying to understand people. I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. I, by no means am I a perfect person. Um, but 
I'm trying my best to be better and hoping that by me being better, it allows others to get motivated to be a little bit better. Yeah, that's like leadership through empowerment. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. So what's uh what's your do you have an idea, a rough scope of what you want to do in the next year? In the next year? Uh <laughs> um pro- hopefully mm, that's a good question. In the next year, or maybe you're just hustling the grind dude, right now. I, right now, I'm like, I'm kind of like you, where you know, uh, commit to the process and figure it out later, kind of thing. Yeah. So right now, the goal, <laughs> the the goal is just be a better coach and see where that takes me. That's awesome, dude. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate everything you're doing here. Here's rock and roll. I think you said some very powerful things, and uh, you got some serious love on this Facebook chat over here. Yeah, I see. Uh, love you too, Debbie. Who's Debbie? That is my aunt. She is she is blowing it up. I yeah. know. That's 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 the Puerto Rican. Way to go, Debbie. <laughs> cool, Love man. you. All right, man. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Really appreciate it. We again we'd appreciate that five star. You can find this on Apple Music or Spotify, really anywhere podcasts are, and we will see you next week. <laughs>